It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. Time for California Wine Country, of course, brought to you by Bottle Barn and Rodney Strong Vineyards and Davis Bynum Wines. Uh, Tom Simino is back with us today. Hola. And last month, we had Alexandra O'Gorman and Nikki Williams in from uh, Foley Family Wines and Chateau Saint-Jean. Saint-Jean. Everyone says Saint-Jean. <laughs> you can say it the fancy way if you want. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> well, we only gave them 15 minutes because the Warriors were on. Yeah. And who did they beat? I can't even remember. Now. Oh, oh, nice shut try. Up. Nice uh, try. Mr. New England. Uh, <laughs> but they only got about 15 minutes, so we invited them back, and we're going to go the whole time slot today. So, ladies, welcome, and it's great to see you both. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, great to see you, too. Let's begin with Foley Family Wines. Now, give us a recap of how this all began. Tell us the story again. Absolutely. So uh, Bill and Carol Foley have been traveling around the planet for a long time, falling in love with wine and food and, and the culture that both of them bring together, all of those experiences and those magical moments. And as Bill was retiring from his insurance company, he discovered that there was this beautiful plot of land down in the Central Coast, at which we named Foley Estate, and that was his first foray into the wine industry. And then he realized, because he's an astute man, that you could actually make a business out of wineries. And so he has gone around um, purchasing other family-owned wineries and keeping them family-owned and elevating the guest experience to a very luxurious level at each estate that we have. Nikki and I are fortunate enough to be um, members of the 19 estates that Foley Family Wines has. 19. 19. And when you're a member of one, you're a member of all. So you receive different benefits at any estate that you come to visit. And we're excited for you to visit Chateau St. Jean, which is our newest acquisition. We hope you come. All right. And uh, Nikki Williams is uh, the winemaker for Chateau St. Jean. And again, Nikki, give us your background and how you became a winemaker and uh, so involved in the world of wine. It was not my first gig, so it's been a bit of a journey to end up where I currently am. I grew up in central Illinois on a tiny farm near a tiny town with lots of corn and soybeans and beef cattle. Nary a, not a lot of vineyards. Nary a wine grape in sight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, I lived in Chicago for a while, started working in the travel industry. And found myself traveling all over Europe, France, Italy, Spain, Germany, and just tasting the incredible wines that they, that they make there. And that really was my first introduction to wine. And I think as a Midwest farmer's daughter, this idea of terroir and how special wines can be when they're grown in one little spot on the planet and just how expressive they can be of, of a family's little plot of earth. I, I fell in love with that idea. So after, I don't know, wandering around a little bit, Los Angeles, I, I was acting in Chicago for a while doing theater and improv and commercial work and all that kind of fun stuff. Cool. I had no idea what to do with my life, and I just decided, <laughs> let's become a winemaker. So I went back to school and graduated from UC Davis, and here I am now, about 10 years later. Aren't we lucky? How long have you been at Chateau St. Jean now? 
Um, I think I'm up to four months somewhere in that, <laughs> I somewhere in that window. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So tell us where were you before then in Napa, right? Yes. I worked with Maryvale Family of Wines based out of their Starmont Winery. And then I was at Franciscan Winery working on Franciscan, Mount Veter, and then eventually that became the Prisoner Wine Company. So I worked on those wines as well. So that's some pedigree there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been... A really good crash course in winemaking. I feel lucky that I got to work with a lot of different varieties, a lot of different wine styles, and vineyards all over Northern California. So really has been a great way to learn a lot about winemaking in the last 10 years. And for people who don't know, uh, St. Jean, they haven't been making wine at the facility for what, four years now or something? Since 2016. So 2016. This is our first new harvest. Yeah, uh, at so the you're, yeah that's right. You're rebuilding the winemaking facility, correct? Correct. It's been a lot of work just as I was leaving today. We have guys out welding our new must line together. We've got electrical work going on, you know, working on the distemmers, the presses, all of this equipment that has been sitting there gathering dust for the last five years. And it looks like it's a short crop, so it might be early this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, Stop making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I got to go. You know, you hear stories about wineries that say the construction guys were going down the driveway when the grapes were coming up the driveway. Right. You know, so it could be one of those deals. Yeah, I would say we won't touch any of the paint. <laughs> it's right. probably still going to be drying. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, and we're having a great time bringing this beautiful winery back to life. It is beautiful out there. It sure it's is. unbelievable, really. And we'll talk more about that, Tom. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, St. Jean, when you go back... God, when did they start? This is 50 years now? In the 70s, that's right. Yeah, it was like 72 or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was like the kingpin. It was the, you know, the, that's where it all started, it seemed like. When you're going to go to the Sonoma Valley to taste, you went to Chateau St. Jean. That's what you did. That's right. Dick Arrowwood was making the wine there. I mean, it was only making white wine originally. Yeah, very so famous you know, for Chardonnay, which I love. Yes, Jackson. I'm drinking to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so St. Jean has been, and, and then not only that, but it was a, it's always been like a place for people to come, and you did um, a lot of the uh, wine auctions and wine events, big events, and they were held right there on the grounds. You're, you're, uh, it's a beautiful facility. I mean, the grass fields are all around the winery. Right. And then Amazing behind, gardens as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and behind it, the hillside. Right. And, and, uh, I mean, and the wine, Cinque Sauvage, was probably, it's like the Mouton Rothschild, you know, for Sonoma County. I mean, a lot of people don't understand Cinque Sauvage, but that, that was the Bordeaux blend that kind of kind of got Sonoma County going into that whole wine, Bordeaux wine thing. That's right. In 1999, the Wine Spectator blessed us with the honor of the wine of the year with our 20, 2019, excuse me, twenty. Wow, I'm going to try it again. 1996 Cinque Blend. With, again, the Cinque meaning five, and those are all the five noble noble varietals from Bordeaux. And uh, since then, we've been proud to carry on that tradition of being the first Sonoma County wine to win that prestigious award. Yeah, and Barry, you probably were selling some of the first Uh, Cinque Barry Herbst, I forgot to mention, is here from Bottle Barn. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that wine still garners a lot of money. That I've gotten that in a few sellers recently, the 96, and it still sells for quite a bit. So that really put Sonoma County Bordeaux blends on the map and that we could do stuff over here that 
was amongst the best in the world. So. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to taste the new, what, what is that? A, that's a 15? We have the 2015 vintage yeah, with us better. today. Yes. Ooh, you guys gave me a bottle of that last time, so I can't wait to try it again <laughs> as I got home and I popped it. Anyway. Okay, it's a 2015 shard. Right? No, or am I, no, am no, I no, on no. the wrong page here? No, it's the 2015 Saint Sapage that we'll end with today. Okay. We're, yes. we're, we've got in our glass. I don't. Okay, we need to get him the, the uh, Sauvignon Blanc. All right. Or is that one labeled Fumé? This one is labeled Fumé, but it will be relabeled once Nikki gets her hands on it. Exactly. So this, this is the 2020 Lyon Vineyard Sauvignon Blanc from mm. Alexander Valley. And where's this one from? Uh, we're in Alexander it's Valley? It's the northern edge, so up near the Russian River. Uh-huh. Okay. So it keeps it nice and cool, so you'll notice a lot of fresh acid still in there. This is about 85% stainless steel fermented and aged and then the other 15 percent is fermented and aged in neutral french oak barrels so again really bright crisp acid from the stainless portion and then some of that creamy mid palate that you get from the surly aging in barrel so this was this the same vineyard that the la petite Etoile was from or was that a different there was a different vineyard that was a different yeah, vineyard we're, we're fortunate to source from all kinds of prestigious vineyards all around sonoma county which is another testament to nikki's background to be able to work with different vineyards and we're going to be paring that down as we become a little bit more precise in our winemaking mm-hmm. at chateau st jean moving forward but uh, we're excited about having the opportunity to share these single vineyard blocks from all over sonoma county and you said you'll be bottling the 21 in the next few weeks yeah in about two or three weeks yeah Oh, this is terrific. It is terrific. This wow. Sauvignon Blanc or Fumé Blanc. Yeah, and you know I don't say Fumé Blanc, but... Well, you could say Fumé Blanc. You still Blanc. have the Fumé Blanc well, label? Is that... Mm-hmm. That still not exist. Yeah, that's explain that again, because we talked about this before. Well, Fumé Blanc, you know, the whole Fumé Blanc thing is Robert Mondavi right. uh, called his Sauvignon Blanc Fumé Blanc, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stories around that. They, they were saying that, you know, it's... Uh, we're in France... It was the trains that used to go through the, the Sauvignon Blanc vineyards that blew the smoke when they were still coal, and and that was causing the grapes to be covered with with Adding soot. Adding a little toit to the right, <laughs> and, and it gave it a little smoky character to the grapes. Mm-hmm. I love that little story. Mm-hmm. So they uh, called it Fumé Blanc, Puy Fumé. Oh, I like that. Right, and then well, Mandavi called it Fumé Blanc because Sauvignon Blanc wasn't selling back then. Sauvignon Blanc could be. Uh, sweet or dry and he wanted it to be dry mm-hmm. right. so uh, or people to know that it was dry so he came up with Fumé Blanc and it worked mm-hmm. and it's you know it, a lot of very people successful. followed after yeah, their he, wines that he, he kind of pioneered, yeah. pioneered that whole thing yeah one of our sister wineries Ferrari Carano has a Fumé Blanc that's very famous out there but uh, right. Chateau Saint Jean we're going back towards a traditional Bordeaux set so we're excited to share the, the Sauvignon Blanc which is the well, famous phrasing from Bordeaux yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's man good. that's good yeah, it's delicious. It's good to have a lot of sources because I'm seeing Sauvignon Blanc this year is very spotty because of the fires from the years past, mm-hmm. and sources have gone away, and people are running out, you know, months earlier than they normally do. So you guys are in a good position to be able to move stuff around within the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And I didn't realize 19 wineries for Foley. 
19 estates. estates. We have a few more brands than that, but oh. all of these estates have lovely guest experiences for you to come and enjoy, food mm-hmm. and wine pairings to share with friends, to make a magical moment. That's a wine club to join. Well, we look forward you, to you joining, you join Tom. Well, many times. 19 invites. I can handle that. And mm-hmm. they're all incredible wines. I was fortunate just a couple of weeks ago, we had our winemakers summit down on the Central Coast, and mm-hmm. what a great opportunity to gather with all my fellow winemakers, and they are an exceptional group of people, super talented winemakers, a lot of great experience, a lot of intelligence and collective brain power in our company when it comes to winemaking. So I feel so fortunate to be part of this. It's kind of big at this, in a small sort of way. Yes. You know what I mean? As opposed to one great big facility making 15,000, you know, different cases of all of this, that, and the other thing. And it's kind of some of the stuff is the same stuff with a little different oak treatment and that kind of thing. It's not but like when you're, that. when you're a small, large winery, mm-hmm. if there's such a word for, can you be a small, large winery? Yeah. <laughs> or with different estates, mm-hmm. that's great. And, and all vineyard distinct. sources. Yeah, they're yeah. all distinctly different. Uh, you know, like the Banshee experience from mm-hmm. the Chalk Hill, from Roth, Lancaster, they're all very unique in, in what they present. And that makes it fun for somebody who would join, certainly. It's California Wine Country with Alexandra O'Gorman from Foley Family Wines and Nikki Williams, winemaker at Chateau St. Jean. Uh, Alexandra, <clears throat> excuse me, again, talk about what it is you do for Foley Family Wines. Now, here it says Senior Director of Luxury Sonoma Estates. Now, that's got to be the coolest job title of any does that actually fit on anybody I know? It actually wraps all the way around the business <laughs> yeah. card now. Yeah, what a cool uh, it's title! It's so wonderful, and I'm fortunate enough to have added in Napa Valley into that um, very long title as well. So we have a, a few estates over in Napa that we're uh, delighted to continue to grow and share with people, including Maris and Foley Johnson and Coletto. And here in Sonoma County, there's we have nine properties for you to come and visit. Again, if you join the club, you are welcome to visit any of them in Sonoma County. It's a it's a wonderful way to experience wine country and feel like you're a member of the family anywhere you go. Right on. But talk more about what it is you do. Oh, so what do I do? I just go on the the radio and hang out with Steve and Barry. The title is so cool. Yeah, this is it. So the. the idea behind Bill and Carol's, um, you know, mission, if you will, when they started this, uh, the Foley Family Wines, was to have food and wine experiences. So I'm fortunate enough to work with a number of uh, very talented manu- managers and senior managers of properties across Sonoma and Napa, and help them build and foster guest experiences that really ingratiate people to the brand to the story to the terroir to the wine and uh, our lovely winemaking um, that is distinct for each different property and also the history right we have chateau saint jean this historic property we have sebastiani which is another historic property in sonoma valley Um, we're delighted to be able to share experiences like uh, our big events like you mentioned earlier tom sharing with the community with sonoma county vintners with out in the vineyards with um, the sonoma international film festival at Chateau St. Jean, um, Transcendence Theater, etc. I'm basically trying to figure out a way that we can continue our partnership with a community to give back and also to give special experiences when people show up. At some point, <clears throat> I'm going to mention Cardinal in uh, Napa. They're lovely and they're part of the Jackson family portfolio. Excuse me. Oh, that's okay. They're lovely. They're lovely. Though. Great wines. Yes. Yeah. We're all in this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Maris is a good one over there. Oh, it's we amazing. We've with that over the years. And uh, uh, Foley Johnson, mm-hmm. They, the Chardonnay, Cab, one other wine? They they have a lovely red blend there red as blend, well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done well with all those wines. It's got is a Gwinnock part of Foley? Isn't that is that part of Foley? It yes. is. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a beautiful estate up there, man. I mean, and how big is that property? We have a, a lot of acreage under our umbrella, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great wine too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the the Coletto property up there is a, a rather extraordinary oh, yeah, that's a as well. Property, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. At Owl Mountain? No. It's above Lake Berryessa. I think it is Spring Mountain, the dead sun. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I would like to mention something, Steve, if I may. Of course. So this coming Saturday, we're having our first Summer Fete, which is our summer celebration for all of our wine club members, as well as anybody in the community who would like to come to uh, Chateau St. Jean and enjoy food and wine and sunshine and the best of our recently renovated uh, chateau and estate and we hope that you will come and join us on saturday for our summer fed there's more information on our website chateausaintjean.com and uh, we hope that you'll come and join us sonoma county it's a special place to be it is california wine country and by the way you can listen to any show you may have missed or want to hear again on our podcast it's calwinecountry.com and he uh, archives them too back quite a way oh yeah they go way back way back yeah it is california wine country on this wednesday brought to you by uh, bottle barn barry herbst uh, the wine buyer from bottle barn is here it's also brought to you by rodney strong vineyards and davis bynum wines and our guest today alexandra o'gorman from foley family wines and the winemaker for chateau saint jean nikki williams is here we're talking about Chateau St. Jean. It is a true chateau. It's like a 1920s chateau. That's right. That you will walk up and go, I can't believe this exists and I haven't been here yet. Yeah, I mean, you and may as whole, well be in France or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the lush gardens and the um, the mountain backdrop, as Tom pointed out, it's just a, a gorgeous place. and Some of the best wine in Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about it. This is a 2019 Chard. This is the 2019 Sonoma County Reserve Chardonnay, which pairs perfectly with sports smack talk, as you guys just experienced. (laughs) As well as as a lot of other delicious foods. And yes, as Alexandra mentioned, we're going to have wonderful food this Saturday, so please come out, try this delicious food with our wines. We've also put in a request for perfect weather, and I do see it's supposed to be 78 Warming and up. sunny yeah. on Saturday, so perfect. it should be perfect for everyone to come on out. Tom, tell me why I love this Boy, I'll tell Chardonnay you, the creaminess, so the richness, you know, the, the balance, you know, it's, it's almost, the, the fruit content is there, and then the oak kind of frames it, mm-hmm. and uh, the mouthfeel is is rich yeah. and full. doesn't lack for intensity or concentration. Oh. You know exactly what you're drinking. Yeah, right I mean, it, it screams, screams Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah. It really does. Wow. Jackson, nice. you <laughs> right there? Yes. Kudos <laughs> to Rodney Strong, by the way, for upgrading the glassware here at KSRO. <laughs> nice work. These are serious. I like it. It makes our Chardonnay taste yeah. even better, doesn't Enhancing it? Enhancing <laughs> what's already great. Wow. I mean, uh, it has a little nuttiness from the oak. And what do you, give us some tasting. Uh, yeah, and I also get a little bit of uh, baking spice. Like you just get that hint of nutmeg on the nose as well. Lots mm-hmm. of bright, 
crisp citrus fruit. Mm-hmm. As a reserve, it is sourced from different vineyards all around Sonoma County. So I know some of this is from the Robert Young Vineyard. Some is Belterre Chardonnay as well. And then um, Cold Creek Ranch, which is Sonoma Coast AVA. So again, that helps really give bright, fresh oh, acidity. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. you get that nice range of fruit flavors from a little bit more tropical ripe notes, mm-hmm. some nice melon in there, and then you get some beautiful lemon and, and green apple. A little peach, too, mm-hmm. in the finish there. Fair amount um, of new oak in this? Or? It's about 45% new oh, oak. Okay. So all of it was fermented and aged in barrel. And yes, 45% new French oak. And beautiful. is this available at only at the winery, or is it is it distributed or what this is only at the winery yeah. so if you want some you need to come visit us and or we join the wine club we'll be lobbying for this though yeah, yeah you will yeah. that's gonna be the See if we can twist some arms <laughs> california wine country brought to you by bottle barn rodney strong vineyards and davis bynum wines and let me just to remind everyone about rodney strong vineyards they invite you to their newly reno- renovated historic tasting room and the gorgeous outdoor terrace. And coming up July 24th at Rodney Strong, it's Rosé All Day, Rodney Strong's Rosé Soiree. The biggest rosé event of the year. They have new releases of Davis Bynum Rosé and Rodney Strong Rosé of Pinot, along with a lot of other wines. Hog Island Oyster and Bruschetta Bar will serve up snacks to pair with all your wines. And also Mariposa Ice Creamery's specialty, which is infused ice cream with Rodney Strong's own rosé. Now that I need to taste. <laughs> yeah, they had a rosé bar at the North Coast uh, tasting event a few weeks ago. I yeah. spent a lot of time in that section. I know. It was nice. I know you did. In partnership <laughs> with the out. Alexander Film Society, Rodney Strong Vineyards is hosting a series of summer movies at the winery. Uh, you can take a midweek break and bring your blankets or beach chairs and grab some popcorn, a glass of wine, and settle in on the green. Learn more about everything that's going on, including the three uh, summer concerts uh, at Rodney Strong. And we're pretty sure that Tower of Power is this weekend? This Next Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You can learn more about everything that's going on at Rodney Strong at RodneyStrong.com. Rodney Strong Vineyards committed to community since 1959 all right today it's california wine country with alexandra o'gorman from foley family wines and nikki williams uh, the winemaker for chateau saint jean tom nikki uh, decided to bring this melbeck as a a little interesting tasting here with a small released melbeck and this wine is absolutely a knockout i mean it's tasty wow I mean, Melbeck, a lot of people don't understand Melbeck. I think if... Well, explain us, Lucy. Well, you know, if if a Merlot or a Cabernet would be a Melbeck. I mean, it's kind of in between Merlot and Cab. It's it's a big berry when you grow in it, and it produces this wonderful big forward fruit. I mean, it's purple in your mouth. You know, if the color purple had a taste, it would be Melbeck. I mean, this is something. That's a beautiful wine. And it's a 2019, right? 2018. Mm-hmm. From Alexander Valley, yes. Okay. 
I love Malbec. It's I love to blend it, but when you see it shine on its own, you realize just how delicious it can be. In blends, it adds a lot of juicy fruit. It's very voluptuous and, and just kind of a sensuous, velvety, tannin kind is a of great mm-hmm. word for this wine. Yeah, really it, silky oh. tannins, no hard edges at all, just mm-hmm. soft and round. This beautiful. could be one of the best Malbecs I've had. Yeah, I mean, it's wow. impressive. Mm-hmm. This oh, is something, you, man. Holy smoke. Woo. You know, the problem with Malbec is nobody grows a lot of it. So usually it's an estate oh, grown mm-hmm. somebody at a winery, and the winemaker, like yourself, Nick, he goes, you know, maybe we could kind of hold off those four or five barrels over there yeah. and have it for the wine Usually club. the winemaker has to fight for it. Yeah, exactly. Because sure. exactly. not, not a lot of people are growing it. Because, you know, Cabernet and Chardonnay are the ones. Mm-hmm. So this wine, I mean, look at the color, how beautiful that is. Yep. Deep, rich. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to fight Nikki on wine. I think it, yeah. she'd win every time. <laughs> I mean, that is almost, that, that's almost, I mean, that's purple, and it's almost, I mean, almost wow. inky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and it's shimmering. And mm-hmm. That was the original uh, adding in Bordeaux was for color. For color. Mostly early yeah. on, but With petite over Bordeaux, the years, people yeah. discovered how great it could be on its oh, own. man. It's blue-purple. That's what it is. It's blue-purple. Best not to wear a white shirt when you're drinking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Or a green Celtic shirt. Oh. Yeah, we don't need them. Those always work. Guy. doesn't matter what <laughs> you're uh, doing. <laughs> oh. You did it. Uh, well, you didn't make this one, but you, you'll be making some of the new ones, We right? will, yes. We will continue to make a single bottle of Malbec just because, again, highlighting this variety on its own you can't go wrong in my opinion great density great fruit but it's still serious it's Lavender, concentrated yeah i mean exactly i mean as, you, as you're tasting it there's more and more coming coming across in the finish yeah why why is uh, this grape not grown so much around here you know it's it literally it's because cabernet sauvignon is king you know in alexander valley mm-hmm. um i mean merlot got the bad knock with uh the 2004 sideways, sideways mm-hmm. and and it kind of was on its way to, in a decline because so much cheap merlot was being planted and and flooding the market with cheap, yeah, its own inexpensive bad yeah. merlot and, and people were making bad merlot yeah they were and now, and now it's, it's kind of come back around come back around the good stuff is now here i'm a big and, merlot fan and mm-hmm. but again it's the malbec is kind of like the winemaker's little secret right you know yeah. and and they you do want to put it in your blend. I use, I grow a little bit of Malbec, and I put it in my my fence line Bordeaux blend, and I put a little in my Cabernet. I wish I had a little bit more, but yeah. uh, you know, when you get enough of it as as a winery, I mean, how many Malbecs do you have at the store? Probably six or seven from yeah. California. Yeah, a ton so, from Argentina, but yeah, but not here, not from yeah. California. No, it's just dollars and cents. I mean, it's, it has to be a, a project of passion to. You know, the accountants don't like it. They yeah, good plant it cabinet. throws a good crop. <laughs> it's not that it doesn't throw a big crop because it's almost like Merlot because it's big, berry, mm-hmm. juicy. You, when you mm-hmm. taste it, it's almost like when you, if you've ever grown Tempranillo, Tempranillo when you taste it, tastes like Tempranillo, mm. the gr- the wine, and Malbec almost tastes like Malbec as a grape when you mm. when you're you know tasting it for sugars and everything as you're about to pick it. It has it has the flavor of the finished wine right in the berry. So it's uh, it's just a beautiful wine to grow. And, 
You know, if I was 30 years old, I'd probably replant my vineyard in Malbec. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Fuck the system. <laughs> Fuck the system. Yeah. yeah. That's right. The, the great thing about this wine is that it pairs so well with food, and our estate chefs are really enjoying creating new pairings for all of our visitors to be able to taste. And we, we hope you all come out to Chateau St. Jean to taste it. Are you going to gonna have it. a culinary program there, kind of? Or? We do have a culinary oh. program there, Tom. Yes, you need to come and visit. Yes, I do. I really do need to come. Absolutely. So shall we move to the next wine? Go ahead and move, Tom. I like the handsome new packaging, too. I don't remember seeing this these bottles before from St. Jean. With yeah, the, the labels are yeah, very cool. Oh, great. Yeah, these these wines probably wouldn't make it to your store, Barry. They're from the estate, and um, we share them on our consumer direct level. Mm-hmm. So come on down to visit, everybody. I'm, As I'm pouring mm-hmm. this Cinque Sauvage... 2015. Is that what that is? Yes. Yes, 2015 vintage. The color again. You know, people need to people need to be responsible and understand that you need to look at your wine. I, I try to tell my students when I was teaching um, that the nose gets all the publicity and your eyes get no love at all. So you need to kind of look at your wines because don't you do a lot of being careful, moving wine around, keeping the air away from it. To keep the color right. Absolutely. And people forget about the color. And they stick their nose in it and then it's in their mouth. But take a look at that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oof. Garnet. Deep bridge. Yeah, and it's 15 and it's not showing age at all. Yes. This is going to be long lived. Yeah, still really fresh, dynamic fruit on the nose as well. So, as Alexandra mentioned earlier, our Saint Sapage does represent the five classic varieties from Bordeaux. Always has included Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Malbec, and a little bit of Petit Verdot as well. So, those varieties have occurred in every vintage. They do switch up every year in terms of the percentage of the blend, but each year we will continue to make this blend from the best of Sonoma County and with all five of those varieties. So sink is five and sapage is blend. Is that the translation? Is that right? Or grapes. Grapes, yeah. Oh, sapage yeah. is yeah. grapes. So five grapes. Thank you, Barry, for being the decoder ring well, to come up. I guess a listener called in or emailed asking about that 96 that you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier and how it would be drinking now. And it's been about four years since I've had it. But when I did have it four years ago, it was in fantastic shape and showed no signs of going downhill anytime soon. So... Uh, I guess they had some in their cellar, and I, I wouldn't be too worried about it if it's been well-stored, I'd say, another decade. Was that Dan no Berger who called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> if they want to bring me a bottle to taste and give an approval, I'm more than yeah, happy to help them. That's right. right. We can handle that. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, we We're here for you. <laughs> we actually have a Sing Sapage release party coming up later on in the fall, which we're excited about. It's a, a, a new foray for us to be able to do it, and we're going to be opening up some library vintages. That's and I'll invite awesome. all of you guys to come and cool. join so you I'd can that. That taste like some plan. older yeah. wines from us. We have yeah. some large formats that we can't wait to crack into, mm-hmm. so it should be a really good time. Yeah, yeah, Brenda and I have been enjoying some of our larger... We've been bottling magnums over the years oh, yeah. for Semino, and we've been tasting some of the older vintages and, and in a large format bottle. Oh, it it's ages. amazing how there really is something to that. What yeah. a mm-hmm. difference! It, it slows it down and big time. Wines can be beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds like a plan. There we go. com and Jean is J E A N. Named after a woman who started the business with her husband, her brother, and her brother-in-law, and they gave it, her the title because she was not only strong but graceful as a cool. saint is. 
don't think I knew that. That's I like good, that. Ooh. Good info. Uh, thanks to Barry Herbst from Bottle Barn. Uh, of course, Tom Simino. Thank you uh, for uh, rounding up Alexandra O'Gorman again from Foley Family Wines and Nikki Williams from Chateau St. Jean. Ladies, great to see you again. Thank you for including us. Tom, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll be back in a month. Okay, cool. Barry, as always, happy God to bless be here. Bottle Barn. Yeah, come on down in store tastings Friday and Saturday. <laughs>